previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Well, yeah, I couldn't wait to listen to the, his next podcast because I thought he kept stressing the word occasionally doing this. Yeah. Thing. But, right. like, I, I wanted him to go into a little more of why now he finally decided he was going to yeah. come back to the studio. He didn't talk about that at all, which I'm like, that's kind of what the, the Littles want to hear. Right, but, like, what yeah. got him there? What made him decide? Well, it was probably the direct deposit didn't go through or something, <laughs> so he had to come into <laughs> the right. studio to find out what's going on with the check. It didn't cash, you know, that that's kind right. of stuff. It always comes back to money. It sure does. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. In the house. Hi. Who is this person sitting next to us, Roxy? Oh my goodness. I don't remember who this is. This feels so foreign. Welcome I forgot how to, how to, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> That's what she said? <laughs> We're starting already. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, Izzy. So happy to be back. So much to catch up on. But first, let's, first things first, as we promised, the Littles, new contest. Yeah. It pays to listen early, Littles. Okay. So. Go back and play that, or should we play it one more time? We can play it one more time for them. Yeah. All right, yeah. so here's the trick, okay? Name this tune, Littles. All right, so that's it. Yes. Now, we're going to give one clue, right? One clue. Okay, so the clue is it's a holiday song with a twist. Yes. That's all we're saying, okay? So you're going to have to go back and replay it if you want to hear it over and over again to try to figure out. Yes. First one to email the podcast either through the website or just to our email address. Loyallittlespod. Nope. <laughs> WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. Either place. Don't tweet it at us. No. Don't, don't do any Instagram and no, stuff. No, we won't Any of that it. X stuff. We it's got to be an email. It. Yes. Send an email with the name of that song. That yes. Sydney's toy piano song. Yes. So. I mean, let's be honest, Littles, were you worried that it wasn't her? I mean, it's been forever, Sydney. Where it's have you been? It's been so long. It's been way too long. And the thing is, we've still seen each other. We just haven't been able to record. Record. Well, yes. I, I'd like to throw out there, we haven't, I haven't seen you that much. That's true. I Actually, mean, yeah, that is true. And we were talking about that because of softball season being over, obviously, yeah. and stuff. And then I, of course, and went, on, went tour, on tour. Yes. Stuff like that. It's been a while. Yeah. So yeah. it's so glad to I'm see sorry, you. I'm sorry. Roxy and I. We have seen oh, each other a I lot. see. Yes, so. right. Right, right. <laughs> we yeah. saw each other a little bit. Well, you did. Actually, now that I think about it, you're right. You came to opening night with me. You were my plus yeah. one for opening oh, yeah. night for, for Roxy's show. That was so. a while ago, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's been a while. So. It's a no, whole we had season ga- ago. How quickly you forget about well, Thanksgiving. Night. That was Thanksgiving. Oh, and no. then Thanksgiving. No, we had game night. Remember you guys got pasta like two weeks uh, ago? Well, and we played Play was, 9? Yeah, that was over yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you should talk about that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't say that. Who you huh? bought it for? No, right? I can't. okay. All right, we can't. Oh. Well, there's got there's some Christmas gifts coming up, yeah, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Anyway, all right. So you brought over a new game. Yeah. All right. So that's two. All right. So we didn't record a podcast. Okay. Right, that's right. The, all right. Well, so things are going well. You're taking off though. You're going down to see your family and I stuff am. for the holidays. So we're gonna yes. miss you again over the holidays. Yeah. But, but that's you'll be great. Back. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. So I don't know what we're going to do, Littles, for our Christmas episode because Sid ain't going to be here. So we've got some things I mean, up our sleeves. We've got I'm some. Available. We've got some things. Yeah. Oh, you're available. <laughs> you can call me. I'll be in Huntsville. You can call okay. me. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we wanted to open with this. This uh, this was an email that came in, and it's just sometimes, maybe it's because of the holidays. I'm getting a little like, a I don't clumped? know. Yeah. All right. It says, hey, hi, guys. I really enjoy the podcast, and you guys are doing a great job introducing all the littles. 
It'd be great to have a Chuck and Roxy number, but I've never written to the TK show because I don't think I fit into the smart or funny category, and I'd hate to hurt your ratings. Well, you're in luck, <laughs> whoever all, you are. Because you ain't going to hurt our ratings any more than they're already hurt. We hurting, are so. the fun and dumb show. Right. We're not smart and funny. He did say, I'd love to get a shirt jersey when they become available. we got to get on that. Yeah. Got, I think we're thinking That's for baseball season. That's our New Year's season, resolution. New Year's Oh, is that what there it's going to be? There you go. Sure. That's what it's going to be To this make year. it happen. Okay, great. He says, sorry I missed you during your recent trip to Grand Rapids, Michigan. I am a few hours north, just down the road from Ed Butt. Episode Aww. 51, I believe. Yes. Right? Okay. So if you ever get back to the mitten, you'd have a few friends to meet. Thanks for all you guys do and being such an important part of this community. Looking forward to the next show, Christopher Lane. P.S. Keep up the Survivor talk. I haven't watched The Bachelor in many seasons, but I always liked Roxy's recaps. Oh. I can't imagine anyone having trouble with this type of discussion. We all loved Tony's recaps of American Idol back in the day. Just my two cents. Okay. All right. Aww. So let's go right into that. Let's talk TV shows. I mean, Survivor final next week. Finale next yep. week. Yep. We're very excited. Very I mean, we're not going to go too depth because we haven't even mentioned it this year. Except, what do you think? Do you think who you wanted to win is going to win? That kind of stuff? Well, you don't watch Survivor, do you? I don't. Yeah. Well, the person that I wanted to be out right away turned into the person that I wanted to win it, and now they're out of it. So. I know, right? Mm. Emily. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see it's, if there's a Boston Rob Amber situation Well, that's again, the funny part. Or... Dee was my favorite until like the last two episodes. Yeah. She was like my all... girl, and now all yeah. of a sudden she's kind of like, eh, she's, I don't like her anymore. She's, yeah, she's good. She's a good player though. Yeah. She's a good player. Yeah. But now I don't think I will. Now you want to start rooting for the underdogs and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next, we're going to touch upon a few things. Okay. Amazing Race. You watch that. You don't, right? <gasps> oh gosh, no. I don't. But would you, how do you think you would do on the Amazing Race? Do you know what it is? You know what it is, oh, right? Oh, I do know what yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Oh. Have you no, ever I thought of going on it? I have not. I think with the right partner. Oh, now I can and who see would, you uh, that, on it. That was going to be my next question. Right. Who would be your partner? Probably my dad. Your yeah. dad? Okay. Mm -hmm. Ironically, they just had a daughter-father pairing this year. Oh. And a so uh, father-son pairing, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the father of that pairing, he was deaf. Okay, oh, so the father son, yeah. Oh my gosh, they were my favorite. Too. And they just made like it to the top them. three. Yeah, oh, just watching can we go back them? to the daughter yes. one though? Yes. Most annoying. Most not annoying. the most annoying ever, because I know who the, those are. The most annoying of this season. Oh, this season for sure. Oh, she was no. such a bitch. Like <gasps> I got my dad to watch this season, and now he's really into it, and he wants to. So my dad wants to race with me. My husband wants to race <laughs> with me. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. But we, I mean, we talk about it all that. the time. I don't know if, okay. I don't know if certain challenges any of us would be well, okay at, but. We'll come back to that in a second. Let's get back to this B-I-T-C-H. Yes. Cause the my whole dad time, felt the same way. Oh my God. She's just like, come on, dad. Come on. Like he's, he's had to be like what? 60 at least I would think. Yeah. At I least. Mean, how old was she? Probably like in her twenties, yeah. late twenties, maybe yeah. early thirties. She just got married. And so this was like the father daughter bonding thing that I guess they never got to do. And that part was very touching. Oh, it was yeah, great and all that. Yeah. But there was one part and I swear they did it to us on purpose because oh. every episode she's like, come on, dad, and would you hurry? And, would you? Puffing, and he's and huffing like, and puffing. No. What if he like keeled well, what, over? So the, oh, they no, did this no. with the previews. Oh. There was a thing where he was in a swimming thing and there was, and she's like, come on, dad. And he, we, Honestly, all thought he was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, and they the, like the showed the lifeguard nearby. I was like, oh no, this is not going to end well. And no. honestly, I was kind of like, I hope he lives, but good. Right. I hope she feels like crap. Yeah. Because the whole time she was just nagging. Come on, Dad, you got to hurry. You got to run, run, Dad, run. You know, and he's like she doing the best he shut can. shut up. He wasn't, he wasn't like a slacker or no, anything like that. No, not at all. She was just being a complete B-I-T-C-H. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Oh so now, 
speaking of the, there's always things that you're going to be good at and some things you're not going to be yeah. good at. Okay. All I can say is Roxy and I, we would have rocked this season's finale. Okay. Yes. First of all, yes. the final city was Seattle, Washington, which yeah. I'm very familiar with. Yeah. Okay. So I know a lot of the places that yeah. they were going. The other thing, two of the final of the three, Okay, we're, it's laugh because the one was trapeze. Okay, <laughs> we're not sure how we would do on no. that. I think, but we're both semi-athletic. It would, it would take you me, more so than me, obviously. Yes, it's but. more the fear factor. And even though they were like harnessed and like it was super safe, I still just the idea of hanging from a. Yeah. a I mean, there was nets, a you know, swing, but still by my legs and being upside down and swinging. That would just be. And you had to scary. hand off to one of the pros. Yeah, there was like I would have been, I would have been I've scared. I've just changed my partner in my mind. I know exactly who I would take. Really? Okay. Who? Oh yeah, John. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He'd be good. He'd be, He'd good. be really good. And my yeah. dad yeah. would even understand. He'd be like, Oh yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, take yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we right. could go on at the same time. That would be. Ooh. He's good at everything. Oh he is. So yeah. he really would be. Okay. The other things though were one of the. It's literally one of the other challenges was to setting up local bands yeah okay so you get to this thing all the cases are out on the street the guitars the keyboards the drums were already set up which i was kind of bummed about i'm like because i would have rocked that out too so you just had to well because these people don't understand like bands so the one thing was they set things up but they didn't plug anything in like these things need power you know things like that they were getting stumped on where the cables were because some of them are tucked inside the amp i would have known exactly where all this stuff was it was (laughs) i'm like we would have rocked this out in like 10 minutes yeah right then the other one was glass blowing, which yeah. Roxy has done. I have done that. Mm-hmm. She's actually done that. And yeah. I was there to witness it. And it was exactly. Did I, did I blow into the pole? Yes, you blew into the pole while he spun it. Now, the, difference, <laughs> now the difference was that I would have to be the person turning the pole yeah. with the and, glass bulb on the end while yeah, you blow into it. Or I would have blown into it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Can't with this conversation. <laughs> and so we're making glass I'm really trying to hold all my laughter in right now. All I'm trying to say one. is that we would have like rocked it out because we've done yeah. two. I mean, one is my life. The other one we've done before. Yeah. Like I said, the trapeze would have been a little scary, but then we would have easily lost and came in third because the final thing you always have to do in the amazing it's race memory. is memory recap the entire race, all 13 or 14 weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. And there's no way I would ever be able to do that. Yeah. Now, you, you can write things down. You would have blown us away. Yeah. Now, see, though, I I want to go back one episode really fast. One of the challenges was Irish dancing. Oh, yeah. And But only one of the I partners could do it. Wow. Yeah, and I they were, got stuff doing They it. were in we Ireland. Were and I'm like, that's my homeland. That's my yeah. the land of my people. And yeah. I just... What's sad is that if we ran the race and we did it the way a lot of these partners did it, he probably, Chuck, would have been the one the, that got to do it. The and other thing that's is, the one that I would have been so good at. Yeah, they trick you by, yeah. they give it a name and you're not sure what it means. It right. could mean like a lot of, like the trapeze could be like, who wants to go for a fly? You know, who wants okay. to go, who wants so to go fly? Really no and so you think, oh, I'm going to go up in a plane and do right. this. And you're like, no, 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 you're on trapeze. Yeah. You know, they, they give it these weird names, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. But yeah. the way that you choose throughout the season, which partner does what. Yeah, you have to do what. equal amounts. Right. Yeah. So oh. chances are it would have been Chuck's downfall yeah <laughs> still and i would have been like oh to get this i Irish wish i could do this but honestly it's i kind of in the new year i kind of want to take irish step dance so you do should. it new year's resolution, new year's resolution. Oh, well okay. i we also got, wanted to run a 5k this year and yeah. i didn't do that let's not talk about we're gonna get emails about the 5k <laughs> all right so now bobby goffrey wrote in speaking of television episode 12 did you see dick van dyke on the masked singer do you watch that we don't I watch don't. we don't either no, no. but he sent the clips i would have watched that did you watch the clips no 
Bobby, my apologies. She hasn't watched the clips yet. Oh, he does his little, little, uh, super califragilist jig little thing. I mean, it's very subtle. Because he's how old, Roxy? 98. 98. Yeah, ninety-eight yeah. years wow. old. I didn't yep. he was or ninety-eight years young. Yeah. I should say. I mean, it's he cute. Amazing. It's cute. He, and yes. I'd like to now go back and maybe watch the whole like his performance because oh, he didn't yeah. send that. I didn't see that. I just saw like the unmasking right, and stuff right. like that. So wow. Um, but thank you, Bobby, for sending that in. Uh, let's get to the big show stuff. We've got some more songs, Roxy, to talk about. Okay. We've got some emails later on about your. Um, we built this city on rock and roll. Where do you land on that, Sid? I like that song. You like that song? Yeah, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't okay. I? Right. Yeah, you did. You sang it the other time, the last episode. I did, right? Okay. okay. This one, these are off in the big show. I'm kind of incorporating big show stuff now because these started pissing me off, some of them. So, okay. <laughs> well, he's got somebody, I, can't, I don't remember who wrote in. It's a, a Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. They're like the worst <gasps> song in the world. What? I mean, yeah. it. Uh, I can see where it could be annoying. And it's it's kind of like, what's that chick's the one you underneath the, the, the whatever? What's the one everyone hates? Kelly Clarkson, is that what you're No, Mariah no, 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 no. Carey, maybe? Mariah Carey. It's not that everyone hates it. And I don't say I hate it. I just, I've heard it way too much. Okay, well, that's what right. I think this so could I need be. So I need a break from it. Okay, well, that's what I think this could be The Wonderful Christmas Time. I think people feel like that sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. I don't. I don't think it's the worst song in the world, though. No. I mean, no, they, were, they were talking. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to go through the other ones. But another one Sunglasses at Night. What? That was submitted by Ross Bridges. No Chuck and Roxy number yet. Sun oh, I yeah. wear my sunglasses at night so I can Oh, sleep. is that what they're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now I need to know what Roxy thought I they were saying. Honestly, I have no idea. I think I would just be like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> I think that's what they're saying. I that's hope. what I've always understood. That's what I thought the they were saying. I could be wrong, it's though. It's fine. That is amazing. Uh, and then... <laughs> Matthew from Pittsburgh, he wrote in something about The Christmas Shoes, the movie starring Rob Lowe. Oh, yeah. I just want to throw this out there. Matthew, Chuck owns that movie. I bought that movie. And it really even wasn't by accident. I remember why I bought the movie. I bought the movie to impress Roxy back way when we started dating. Yeah, it was on tour. It was I like thought one of those... you already had it. No, no, no. I, I bought it because I was like, I want her to think like I want to watch Christmas movies around this time. You know stuff what? Like that. I feel oh, I vaguely remember so seeing that in your book and being like, why the f does he have this? <laughs> why the f does he have that? <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay. He's trying to impress you. All right, we got so much more to get into. Oh, All right, let's do a little. Uh, lots of thank yous, Christmas cards. Tony Beeson, Jen Corpic, no Roxy and Chuck number. Jenny Robbins, Sue Heidel, Debbie Mittman, Steve Osbolt sent us a copy of the cookbook, Roxy. Yeah. Okay, this thing is great, Littles. We have to figure out, Steve, we have to talk to you about that. We need to figure out who, do they just email you if they want a copy, how much, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I know you were donating portions of that at one point somewhere, but now it's going to go to Rocco's Warriors, I believe. But we'll get all the information on that, but it looks great. Uh, and then he's going to keep adding to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Sid, we'll show that to you. Kevin Maroney sent the Buttercrock. Okay, I had that written down. Okay. Ah. He sent us a buttercrock. I guess he's catching up on episodes because Roxy yeah. was like, we haven't talked about that in years. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. Isn't but. it funny Ooh. that we can say that now? We haven't talked about that in years. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he must be catching up. He sent us a buttercrock. Now I'm still, I had to Google it to see what it was. I'll show it to you. Yeah. I forgot to show that it, to Sid I, before. I'm trying to think in my mind what Well, it's it is. one of these things you put butter in it, but you have water in the base and then you turn it over and it sits in the water. But the water doesn't get in the butter? I don't understand quite how it works. We have to... Okay. I had to, like, YouTube it to yeah, figure out how... Right. What, well, first of all, honestly, if I didn't read the letter and I just opened it, I was like, what the hell is this? I had no, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. So, anyway, that was very sweet, though. So, Kevin, thank you so much yes, for that. thank you. Also got another box of that, Roxy. And We Zed, don't know who it's from. We have no idea who it's from. But we're still wondering who this... T- thing of this timeless serum that, that I got was for my birthday. That was sent you in May. Yeah. We still don't know who that oh, you was. You still don't know who that's we from. Still we still don't have know. no idea who that's from. This was, 
Just open the box. There's a bag. There's no note. There's no return address. And it's just a packet. Now, you said these are from Chick-fil-A? Yeah. I get them at Chick-fil-A, yes. Okay, it's just a box of ketchup. Yeah. Like individual Like little, little like, tubes. Th- but they're not the little packets that you see, like, at McDonald's and stuff. These no. are, like, you can either open them and use them, like, dippers. Right. Or, or you, you can, squeeze them. Or you squeeze them yeah. and squirt it out. <laughs> so maybe I could... T- wait, you know what I could do? I could tape these to my fingers. That's what, Oh, right. Yeah. And this way I have it. <laughs> and I could squirt it out of my finger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So I don't know who the hell that sounds from, but thank you. I mean, it's also though the, the ketchup's much darker than regular ketchup because we thought it was barbecue sauce. So we hope it's still okay. Yeah. I, I'm assuming it is, yeah. but yeah, it's just yeah. Okay. Anyway, yes, we'll okay. find out tomorrow. Yeah, since you okay. tried it out. All yeah. right. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. We'll see. I might now that I think about, it, I could tape it to my finger, Roxy. That'd be kind of cool. You could. All right, we have a lot more to get into. Don't worry. We're okay, going to talk. Okay, now I want to see a drawing of you with these ketchup packets taped to your finger. <laughs> Oh, you know, he might be a little busy, but I'm sure (laughs) he'll come through for you, Sid. Let's get out of here before we get into trouble. Sid, are you ready for some family time? I'm ready. I know you are. You're heading for family time. Well, we're going to have family time on the Loyal Littles podcast. Yes. This was really sweet. So don't go anywhere, Littles. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hello there, Chuck and Roxy. This is Santa with a reminder, people who listen to the Loyal Littles podcast stay on the nice list. Ho, Another blast from the past. This song is called Red Ring for Christmas, and it's by a band called Miscast. Now, the band also has member Sully from Boston, episode 24. Make sure you go check out his episode. He's in the band. He gave us permission and sent this in. It's a great tune. We haven't played it in a couple years, and we always love playing it around the holidays. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more of what they do, just head on over to Spotify or Bandcamp and just search Miscast. That's M-I-S-C-A-S-T. And we'll put all that in the show notes. And the most important part, though, is we will play the full song, Red Ringed for Christmas, at the end of the podcast. Over 20 games, a fight and stick and Oh, 
All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. All right, I'm going to start this with a letter, okay? This is an email that was written to us, and we read it about a, about a month ago, I would say. Okay. But that's how this whole thing got started, okay? Now, this is from Ben, and it says, My dad has been listening and reading Tony since 1995 when he moved my family, me being about 10 months old, to the DMV from the great Midwest city of Toronto. Despite eventually moving to West Virginia and then Ann Arbor, Michigan, go blue, my dad found ways to stay up to date with Tony. From as early as I could remember, when he would get home from work, he would turn on PTI and promptly fall asleep. The only thing that would wake him up is if I tried to change the channel. <laughs> when I was 18, he introduced me to the pod. For the past 10 years, no matter where we are, we listen, analyze, then overanalyze everything. We even traveled to D.C. for American Thanksgiving one year to go to Chatter. My dad's birthday is coming up in December, and for his present this year, I would love to have him interviewed. It would be the highlight of his year, unless Michigan wins the national championship, which he claims would be even better than his wedding or the birth of his sons. So don't take that personally. We won't. We won't. No, we won't. And there's still a really good chance. Yeah. But let's get into all of this. Please welcome to the podcast, Peter and Ben Ehrlich. Hey, guys. How's it going? Going great. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Now, Roxy, I do believe this is our first father-son combo. This is our first. Which surprises me, if I'm being honest. Okay? We've already had a mother-daughter. Yes. Now, they were separate interviews, but we had them. And then we've had brothers. And sisters. And sisters. Mm -hmm. Both separate interviews there. We've had a husband and wife. Yes. We've also had best friends on together and then separately. So we've had everything except except father-son. Father-son together. So So here we are. So, Ben, as I just read your email back to the... The audience so they remember because I read that about a month ago mm-hmm. and we of course were happy to do this now this is a birthday gift for your dad but go back through that what prompted that for you to send that email to us oh well my dad for like my entire life would come home and turn on Tony Kornheiser on PTI and promptly fall asleep he would record it get home sit in a chair promptly fall asleep and if you uh, breathe, and I would watch it. If you breathed yeah. on the remote, he would. Yeah. What are no, you doing? Yeah, no, he. I mean, he he would fall. Asleep, he would have the remote on his chest, so no one could even come close to him <laughs> to turn off. And I and I would sit and watch it with him. And then you know we'd listen to podcasts and all this type of stuff. Right. And so you know for this year it was his birthday coming up. I was like really struggling to figure out what to get with him. And I was like, you know what? Let me just send this email. Let me just write down like what I think and just drop a note. And just most likely this thing will end up in a, in a black hole. And I'm just really happy that <laughs> not even get read. You guys actually read the email, you know? Because <laughs> I've emailed Tony like ten times and nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. that my dad got through. All right, excellent. Well, this is—I mean, what better gift? I know. Right, then a Chuck, a Chuck and Roxy number. I know he gets a Chuck and Roxy number. This now. is great. Now, Ben, one of the reasons why it went to the top of the email pile, if I'm being honest, and I said this already on the podcast, this exactly reminded me of me and my dad. Yeah. Now, my dad passed about a year and a half ago, and mm, but this brought up so many memories yeah. for me because I went through the same exact thing. Oh my gosh, me too. When I okay. started to enter the family you every know. night. It yeah. was like, oh, and he'd fall asleep, and he'd be like, what are you doing? What are yeah. you doing? You know, like, we're like, well, and we're we don't like, want to watch that. watching it. We're not, you're like, yeah, watching I am, it. yeah, I am. Now, you we're were like, lucky. At least it was PTI. <laughs> right. And something I would have been interested yeah, in. Yeah, for us, it was not anything yeah. we were interested in. <laughs> for me, it was in. usually like the Hallmark Channel or something like yeah. that. But yeah, yeah he was into that. But anyway, all <laughs> well, right, let's, well, let's get to the birthday boy, okay? Peter, how are you doing? Yes, awesome. This was a big surprise and a lot of fun. And it's Tony through various things. Of Ben's life and I have, it's been one of our bonding and making us laugh and teasing each other. So it's great. Excellent. I, I, I was totally surprised and totally into it. So what a great 
great present. That's the best one I've had. Well, we do so we, we do what we can here on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now, we're going to turn it over to you, sir. Okay, but be careful because Ben's here. He's ready to comment. Yes. It's yes. like that, you know that commercial where they throw the red flag? Like, uh, we're yes. going to have to play this back. Yeah, Let's right. see if this is really true or right. not. So be careful. But what we do here is we turn it over to you. We want you to introduce yourself to all the Loyal Littles out there. Tell us a little something about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Where do you live now? All that kind of stuff. Sure. So I grew up in Toronto, Canada, and I knew nothing about Kornheiser or anything. But in 1996, I moved to Washington, D.C. to do a training program. I'm a pediatric surgeon and I trained in Washington, D.C. And it was there, got the Washington Post, and I started to read Tony in the sports section and also in the style section talking about Nancy. And then one night when I was on call, uh, we had a little TV in our call room and I saw Tony and Michael Wilbon on George Michael. And I thought, oh my God, these guys are hilarious. And it was like on at like midnight. And so every time I was on it and then we moved to West Virginia for our first job. Ben was about three at that time. And we would drive from Morgantown, West Virginia into Maryland so we could get the Washington Post so we could read the style section and Tony. And that's how we got involved. And then as my wife called them, the yelling guys came on because she loved the style (laughs) section back in 2001, you know, just around the time of one of the country's biggest tragedies, we started to watch and, uh, so now I live in Ann Arbor. I work at the University of Michigan. I, I do a lot of research, and uh, I'm a pediatric surgeon here. So tell them what type of research you do, because you do some really cool stuff around like child safety. So one of the areas I work in is pediatric trauma. So I've been uh, working a lot in injury prevention, and most recently, there's really smart people at the University of Michigan, and I work with them on firearm work, and I do a lot of cancer work for kids with a type of kidney cancer. So that's the type of things that I do. So it's been a lot of fun and I work with a lot of smart people and I ride on their coattails. And in fact, one of them, a very funny story about the Littles, we had a retreat and one of the guys I'm working with was a young guy from Philadelphia and we were both working out and I asked him what he was listening to. And uh, he told me he was listening to this podcast I never would have heard of. And of course it was, the TK show. So I immediately gave him the TK salute and we've been bonded for like now 15 years based on that. So now, is this something you always wanted to go into? Like where where did you go to school and what was your major and stuff like that? So I I went to school at the University of Toronto. I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I took a couple years off and went skiing and lived in a place called Banff, Canada. And then I came back and I got into medical school, which I was really happy with. And I went to medical school in in Toronto. I spent the large part of my life there. And then I did my adult surgery, but I kind of always knew I wanted to work with kids. And I didn't want to be a pediatrician. And so I tried to become a pediatric surgeon and it worked out. And I did, you know, seven years of training in Toronto, then two years in Washington, D.C., because they have these thing called a matching program and for pediatric surgery it happens to be a match between Canada and the U.S. Okay. You know there was at that time there was about 20 positions and I was lucky to get one and that that's how it all started it's been fantastic I mean I, I knew I always wanted to do something with kids something with healthcare, and then this has worked out I didn't bank on it but I was fortunate enough to do it and it's been a great adventure. 
That's incredible. Okay, so now, and you've moved all around. Okay. Yeah. So, are you still a Toronto fan? Is that your family? Like, unfortunately, your unfortunately, I'm a long-suffering Toronto Maple Leaf fan. We haven't won the cup since 1967, and I was six years old. I have no memory of it, and uh, long-suffering. And if you cut my arm, I bleed out blue blood because of the Leafs. So, um, mm. but I have become a big Michigan fan for football and basketball and a few other things because I've lived in Ann Arbor for 20 years, but definitely not a Detroit hockey fan. That That's a, that's verboten. <laughs> no way we can do that. So obviously though, being a Canadian, hockey is your favorite sport? Yes. Okay. Yes. Cool. It definitely was growing up. Uh, you know, we all played and you know, I have three brothers and so my mom would throw us out and said, don't come back until dinner time. And then we'd come in freezing. Then she'd feed us and we'd fall asleep watching the Leafs. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell your famous hockey story of when your brother had to throw you out of the game? <laughs> what? Uh, no, I'm not telling that one. What? That was my younger brother. You, you have to. You have to. <laughs> okay. I have two oh, famous <laughs> hockey stories. My dad, One hockey story is that we played hockey and I was on our medical school team. And my brother was the referee and I got thrown out of the game. And that was a little embarrassing when your own younger brother throws you out of the game and <laughs> you kind of say things to your brother. Uh, and Did so, he throw you out because you said things to him, Dad? No, I, I deserved a five minute penalty. And then when I mouthed off to him, I deserved to get thrown out. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. But he was my brother. I wasn't, yeah. you know, sure. how could he do that to me? Right. You know, <laughs> now, I deserved the penalty. There was no doubt about it. But, you know, come on, don't throw me out of the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe we need to tap and call in the uncle and see where he lies. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So what's your other quick hockey story? My other quick hockey story is kind of vain that I got to play for a guy named Mike Keenan who became an NHL coach. That was my high school hockey coach. Oh, that was neat. the peak of my hockey athletic career was playing for him. Mm. And so he went on to coach the Rangers and he coached uh, Chicago and Buffalo and Philadelphia. But that's about it. Wow. But okay. I had, that's the closest I ever got to anything in professional sports, which is about 20 layers below what anybody would get at. So there you go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> now let's talk about the game though. So wh what are your yeah. thoughts on the big game coming up? What are you, what are your chances? <laughs> well, I'm not an optimist as my son will tell you, but I'm hoping that they'll win, but you know, Alabama is pretty good. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want to jinx anything, but right. there's always hope tomorrow. Right? Oh, of course. You know? But this is also coming from a guy who on the very first play of the game against Hawaii last season, we only picked up two yards and he goes, Oh, season's over. Fire. Uh, I understand. <laughs> I grew up with that as well. Roxy's dad. Go ahead. Yeah. Roxy. I mean, well, it kind of stepped from worse. my grandfather, you yeah. know, with the Red Sox, the first game they lost of the season. And well, better luck, better luck next year. We're talking preseason. Oh, sometimes yeah. preseason. Sometimes yes. preseason. Well, better luck next year. Yeah. <laughs> Can you blame the guy? No. Like, the yeah. Leafs haven't and, won yeah. since 1967, yeah. and the Red Sox didn't win for 100 years. Right. Yeah. So right. It's, it's ingrained in our exactly. DNA. Absolutely. Yep. yep. 
Yeah, I get it, you know, but I'm just, I've always been like more, well, come on, a lot of baseball left. A lot know, of, you know, you know, especially baseball, that, yeah. that's a long season. College football, it's a little different. It is because right. you get one loss and you're kind of screwed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not all the yeah. time, obviously. But. Well, sometimes you don't even lose and you're screwed. Yeah. yeah. That's, a yeah that's a good point. We don't need, we don't do sports on the low <laughs> this podcast. So yeah. Why don't we talk about that off air for a second? Because <laughs> we need to take a quick break anyway. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Roxy. He looks down on flat earth Kyrie, yet thinks his toothbrush ain't electric because it runs on batteries. And to ward off disease, it's a burger instead. Tells us chimps grow into monkeys, just like Darwin said. No tone, no tone, no tone, no tone. Good God Almighty, what a stinking show. Good God Almighty, what a stinking The one and only KJ Onstead, Chuck and Roxy, episode number 21. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast and Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. Double trouble here. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're lucky enough to have Peter and Ben Ehrlich with us. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to hear from Ben a little bit now. Okay. Because Ben, how do you do? Do you need to correct anything? Do you want to throw the red flag on anything? Any of those (laughs) details fuzzy to your dad that you want to correct? Oh, Oh, well, I, you know, I, I already gave him a hard time about the hockey stories. He tried to instill that in me when he, you know, when he said, you know, go out there and find the biggest guy you can and hit him. The problem was that when we were in West Virginia, the biggest guy out there was my brother who was three years older than me and who would hit me back as soon as we got off the ice. So that wasn't great <laughs> advice. But did, but um, did you ever get thrown out of a game by him, though? I mean, come on. Please. I did not. I did not. I, you know, that is, you know, my dad's singular achievement. Okay. Um, no. Uh, Ben, what I wanted to go into is we wanted to talk to you real quick. Now, you're, we just found out your neighbors, which were a little bummed out because I, I was in I know. Ann Arbor about a month and a half ago, and I didn't get to see your dad. And now you live in our backyard, well, in another state, but you're, you're <laughs> in Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so how did you get here? I guess we want to know. So I uh, followed a girl here. Okay. Um, okay. So now let's so, get back to Peter. And, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, not so interesting. But I, uh, so I work in tech and tech investing. And I, I met this girl, I graduated from college a little early. And I met the day after I graduated, I met this girl. And I was like, man, she's really great. And I was kind of hanging around in our brand. And we knew I was moving to San Francisco. Um, she was graduating a little bit later than me. And I was like, well, you know, we'll still talk when I go to San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. Well, 18 months later, I moved back. I found a reason to move back from San Francisco to New York where she was living. And that was, uh, are you going to tell them what you were doing then? Well, I was going to say back up. Where were you in college when you met? Yeah. I went to the university of Michigan. Okay. Um, Okay. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't go very, our house is also about quarter of a mile away from the university of Michigan's campus. Oh my God. Although I will say, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I only ran into either of my parents two times the whole time that I was at Michigan. Wow. Uh, They're both terrible times. One was the morning of St. Patrick's Day when I was 19 in a liquor store and my dad was buying milk from that liquor store. As uh, you do. Milk from a liquor store? Is that store. what we're now calling like Kahlua? Like what? 
Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just say this way. I'm not going to confirm or deny what I was doing in that liquor store. Oh, My dad did a great thing, tickets. which is he said, do you, do you want some money? <laughs> nice. That's great. Nice. I'm sure um, it was for lottery tickets, but go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, well, you know, I was I was actually just buying water for everyone. Right, like, right. You know, sure. Course. Lottery tickets um, and water. Yep. And then the second time was he told me, uh, I didn't know this one until recently, but I was kissing some girl on the street. And he walked by me or drove by me. So, you know, he didn't, he didn't interrupt me. He just saw me and was like, okay. Did and he then, honk? Like, a month yeah, at least honked, right? I don't, I think, you know, he's been very good. He's okay. been very good about okay. that stuff. Okay. So but, um, you meet this girl day after graduation. She was yeah. at, she was going to school there too? She had another year left in Michigan, yeah. but she was from Brooklyn um, uh, and knew that she was going to be here. I was going to San Francisco. I'm tech and startups. I was like, I have to go to Silicon Valley. And then, about a year into this, you know, of like, well, you know, we're still going to talk every day. And I was like, and we're, you know, we were flying once a month, every six weeks to see each other in one wow. place or another. And I just decided, you know, I was like, man, I really have to figure out a way to get closer to that. And I got into grad program at Columbia. Oh, um, okay. excellent. So, which is why, you know, I, I actually was your guys' neighbor when I first moved here. Yeah. So then moved from San Francisco to New York, eventually dropped out of Columbia, which I don't know if my dad's forgiving me for, um, to help <laughs> start this company. The company itself is doing okay, but you know I, I've uh, you know do, doing better now. Um, but you know learned a lot and got a lot of really great connections and raised a bunch of money, and you know that's why I'm here. All right, wow. let's pause there for a second. We're gonna get to your fi- it's mm-hmm. your fiance now, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that was yes. told to us off air, so we'll get that back to Very that in a second. Exciting. I mean, the the Loyal Littles podcast is for airing grievances and just getting things out there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Peter, let's yeah. go back to you. Do you forgive him for dropping out? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, Cause I, so he was doing it and he was going to take a year off and then the pandemic hit. And then my youngest brother who lives in Palo Alto and is a guy in that area said, Ben will get more experience and learn more working for the guy he's working for than going and finishing at Columbia and people would die to work for the guy that Ben's gotcha. working for. Okay. Okay. So, and Ben wouldn't listen to me anyway. <laughs> He's a pretty fiercely independent person, which right. is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he's always been that way. And we saw our son, our older son, who was in college in Grinnell, which is in Iowa, and eight hours away more often than we saw Ben, who lived a mile away when he went to college. It was only when he realized that parents can be good that he would come back to us. Uh-huh. But he's fiercely independent, and I never, I thought he made the right decision. I still think he made the right decision, and it was the right decision to do what he did. Okay, and, and I'm guessing he also had laundry facilities at his apartment uh, or and dorm. Food. And, and food. Yeah. Right, because that's what yeah. you go home for. Right. Right. I mean a mile mm-hmm. and a half away, free laundry, right? Yeah, right. I mean, come on. He didn't do that until after he was like, like He's doing in that his now. graduate year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, Ben, let's go back to you. Do you think you made the right decision now in hindsight? Oh, absolutely. I the the guy I worked for has been, you know, one of the greatest mentors and like inspirations and just anything I've wanted to do, he's enabled it and you know, now it's really funny because I get hit up by people who are in my grad program saying, you know, how did you end up with your job? Because, right. you know, they know that I'm in the I'm in the thing. And I was like, well, I probably shouldn't tell you that I dropped out. But right. uh, well, no, we get it. It's like yeah. the equivalent of us, like dropping out of college to do a Broadway show or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, y- yeah. you got to go. I almost did that. I was a semester shy, though. And all I had to do with my student teaching for, to, for my degree, which at the time I thought I was going to use, which mm-hmm. hindsight probably would have done it now. But I got offered a, a national tour my spring semester senior year yeah. of college. And I was just like, 
And I knew if I turned it down, I'm like, I might not get another offer. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Mm-hmm. But yep. I was like, I can't. I, my parents would kill. They would have killed me. Yeah. You know, after right. all that money I spent right. for this degree and then to be a semester shy. And of course, the guy that was trying to hire me was like, oh, you can always go back. You'll go back and finish. I'm like, no, I won't. Yeah. I know I won't. Yeah. So, yeah, we all do things. Well, I'll I'm- tell you. So the guy I worked for, he wrote a very famous business book. And he was very good. He was like, look, I want you to come work with me. I don't want you to like, I want you to make the right decision. But if you, you know, here's what I can offer you, but you know, take your time, make your decision. And so I actually went to my first class that day. I sat down and it was like entrepreneurship and business or whatever it was. And the professor goes, you know, the only book that we're going to read and the only thing that you need to know if you want to build, you know, build your own business is this book. And it was his book. So I actually got up out of class, walked into the classroom, called him and said, look, I'm in. You know, send over the contract. I'm I'm ready to go. Wow. Um, and then I had to. And then I was like, oh crap! I have to call my dad and tell him I just did that. Right. But, <laughs> right. Well, that's excellent. One thing though. at a time. That's all right. Now yeah. we haven't even gotten the other perspective of this real quick. Now, so you followed this girl to Brooklyn, and now you've you're engaged, right? Yes. Now, what yes. did she think uh, about you dropping out of college? She still asks me if I'm going to go back. Okay. She also she also has a master's degree and I don't, so she lords that over me almost every day. Yeah, you screwed that. That's fun for you. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh yeah, so much fun. So much fun. All right. Now let's That's so exciting. Now, Peter, we know this is essentially your birthday present. Okay. Yes. Now, just throwing it out there, was there anything else that you wanted for your birthday? Uh, I mean, I don't really think about things that I want. My traditional birthday was always going out and buying Records, I growing up, I always had a, I still have a stereo, I still have a, several hundred records, and that was always my favorite go-to for doing that. And occasionally, we do have a used record store here, so I do have it. But recently, there's just been great presents like that I've had for my birthday. And the best present is we always try and get together with the kids. So you know, get to a certain point in time where you kind of, that's the thing that you want. Yeah. So this, the, this was a total surprise. Aww. I love it. And it's something that, you know, we, doesn't matter where we are, we text each other, you know, you have those things. And, you know, you, I have them with other friends, different things with the, my other son and my brothers. But with Ben and I, it's always been, you know, my positive approach to Michigan sports that we're always going to win. Not really. And the TK show yeah. and the podcast. And, yep. you know, and I had that connection from a great time of my life back in 96, you know, before he was doing radio and all that stuff, you know, I kind of figured this out and it was, it always made me laugh. And so yeah. that was the best part. Yeah. And then learning about all the little stuff and the three of us went to the show a couple of times, one time and, and when they had it that chatter so oh, nice. that was oh, always great. a highlight so it's all it's been some fun stuff over the years yeah. so it's just been great well that's great you know and it's, it's memories you yeah, know absolutely sure. and we'll add to that list we know you're wishing for a michigan national champion yes, for yes. Sure. and come on chuck and roxy like you know i'm in the top 10 episodes as there they say okay so absolutely absolutely well guys listen we're almost out of time but i know you know what's coming up next we've got our fun dumb questions for you we hope that's okay okay let's do it all right roxy start us off okay what do you think is the greatest invention of all time peter why don't you go first birthday boy greatest invention of all time screw top for beer <laughs> you gotta have fun. You mean a twist off? Is that what you're saying? That talking? is the twist great. off, right? That is great. That's amazing. That, that is great. a good answer. <laughs> All right, Ben, you got your work cut out for you. 
Oh man, I don't have anything as good as that. I always say air conditioning. Yes, yes. that's I can, that's I can do I can do cold. I can wear many layers, but when it gets to like ninety five degrees and yep. humid in New York in the summer, it's I'm like disgusting. Air yep. conditioning, air yep. conditioning. All right, so Ben, let's start with you. Which TV family is most like your own? Oh, Dad, don't kill me for this, but <laughs> George Costanza's family. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, Peter, would you agree, or do you have your own option? Ah, oh, I gotta see what TV. Well, I would say our family is not quiet. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up in a quiet family. Ben didn't grow up in a. My wife grew up in a very quiet family. They wouldn't have said poop if they had it in their mouth. But <laughs> I, 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 I was doing that. So, oh, Ben, help me out here. Don't say this. I, I like, gave my answer. I gave. I know this is like <laughs> this is like really hard, and I probably knew one. Definitely not the Brady Bunch. What's the opposite of? <laughs> well, the Brady I was going to say I was going to interject with Ben and say Ben, don't feel bad about the Costanza because mine was practically like the Bunkers. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. don't feel too bad. R.I.P. Miss. Oh. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of a, a family on TV that would be like ours that was nuts. Um, <laughs> all right, I have to say that the Tony and Mike yelling at each other. That, okay. that is okay. a family. That works. Okay. That works. Okay. That's I know it sucks. I'm the PTI I'm family. No, 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 we're just warming up. Don't worry. All right, Roxy, okay. what's next? What is your favorite family tradition? Um, I think it's going to the games, going to a Michigan okay. game when the four of us go. Yep. And we usually, now we take a shot and then go to the game. Nice. So, <laughs> or just traveling together. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a big family. Like we love that. Just traveling. We go and travel together and that's a big deal. I love that. All right, Ben, what do you got? I will say, I, I mean, I, I was going to say going to the football games, the basketball games together, but I'm going to take a different tact and say, I always enjoyed going to Camiso brothers, dad. When we oh. drive into Toronto, so we we would drive hours and hours and hours to go to Toronto, either from West Virginia or Michigan's much closer. And my dad would always take us to this like I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's an Italian bakery that that's owned by the mafia. It's open twenty four <laughs> hours a day, and we used to go sure there. I went there with my friends growing up. Yeah, nice. And how many times has it bl- been blown up? <laughs> More than I don't know, but they still know me there. And, one time we went and they took us in, into the back room, right? Remember that guy? Oh my God, that was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like, oh, I thought we were going to die. And they didn't oh my charge gosh. Us, right? They just gave us our sandwiches and we ate okay. our sandwiches and then they were like, you can go. Whoa. Like, okay. okay. Wait, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun restaurant. Yeah. That's so Sounds cool. Right. I want to go. Where is this? In Michigan? Toronto. It's in Toronto. It, oh. it still exists. And it's like great Italian sandwiches. It's, op- it's a bakery that's open 24 hours oh. a day. Wow. And it's in the middle of this industrial area that's not far from where I grew up. And when we go back in and when Ben comes in, and we'll go there. All right. Let's do this one. If you could squirt one condiment out of your finger, what would it be? Oh, uh, it's called HP sauce. HP? You can only get, it's like a steak sauce. Oh, okay. okay. It's amazing. Yeah. So A1, it's HP. great. It's great on everything. And it fixes flat tires, too. Wait. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, what is that? It's like an A1 steak sauce. Yeah, right. You can only get it in Canada. Yeah. England, oh, okay. But it's it's my favorite. Nice. Gotcha. Oh, man. This is going to sound really weird, but I love pickles. 
And so, like, sometimes I'll, like, add pickle juice on sandwiches and stuff. So, I guess, really? like, pickle juice. Ah. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like if you have a sandwich that you don't want to put a pickle on because mm-hmm. it'll, like, make it soggy or, like, it's not the right texture, you can just, like, take a little bit of pickle juice and, and put it on the sandwich. Interesting. Which is very odd. And people have very strong opinions about pickles, too. So I would right. try that. Um, I'm not a big pickle person on a sandwich. I like pickles. But like relish, I like relish. Ah. Yeah. So like if you if you if you don't want to like like relish can sometimes make it like kind of soggy, mm-hmm. you know. So you just want a little pickle flavor. I don't know. Who are you and what have you done with my son? <laughs> right. Does know, your fiance know. know this, Ben? That's what we really need to <laughs> yeah, get. She's into pickles. So I have to hide this from her. All right, um, Roxy. Let's let's truly find out the generation gap okay. here. Okay. Okay. Let's do one more. If you were the host of Saturday Night Live, who would you like to introduce as your musical guest? Ben, why don't you start this one? And see if your dad oh, even knows is, who it is. He is going to know who it is. I'm Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who I yeah. met and watched a movie with and is just the nicest guy. But anyway. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. What? Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Hold the phone. <laughs> this Bury the Lead moment has been brought to you by... Aaron's Books. Go to Aaron'sBooks.com and use our code. L-O-Pod. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have like seconds left of this interview. Okay. Okay. Who would I like to... Sure, Peter, go, and then we'll hear about Bruce and how you hung out and had lunch. Okay. (laughs) I I would say John Lennon if I had the opportunity. Great answer. Great answer. And did you, like, were you roommates with him in college or something? Like, where's this going? No, I babysat for him. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) I I was fortunate enough to see most of the people I ever wanted to see except for the Beatles. Gotcha. So there we go. All right. And so you had lunch with the boss. No, so it's a long story, but the short version is my fiance actually our, on our first date she showed me her spreadsheet where she categorized every single Bruce Springsteen concert she went to and the song order. And that's wow. when you um, knew. took you to your first song. And that's you did you your first Springsteen you concert. You did, and it changed. It ch- like I stopped listening to music from my generation at that point. I was like, yeah. oh my god, Bruce is so much better. Yeah. And so you know, he looks at us. He goes, "How's it going?" And you know, Laura can barely speak. I say, look, Bruce, I'm so sorry. Like, we're huge fans. He's like, he's like, oh, you want a picture? Like, and we're like, you know, you're on your night out in the movie. He's like, no, 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 come have a, come have a picture. Come have a picture. We take this picture with us. And, he, you know, he's just chit-chatting with us. You know, I said, like, he said, well, what's your favorite song? What, you know, like all those stories you hear about him, like showing up at a fan's house and just eating breakfast with them or whatever. Yeah. Like, totally saw it. You know, at the end of the movie, he gets up, he looks at us, he goes, well, I got to go see my friend, but it was really nice to meet you and walked off. So it was wow. just, just wow. amazing. That's um, so cool. Now, just amazing, Ben, so. we're going to let you off the hook on that one because this was technically your father's interview. So <laughs> we're still calling it a bear the lead moment. Yes. But now, dad, we could blame him for not working that in the interview yeah. somewhere. But, well, exactly. You know, <laughs> but anyway. It's all his fault. Yeah, all right, I like real, that. Real quick. We got to get to some rapid fire. So uh, let's just do this real okay. quick. Go ahead, right. Roxy. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Crunchy. Smooth. Oh. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars for sure. Okay. Excellent. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Funny first time, but you can love them when Tony does it. When anybody else does it, it doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, what do you think? Oh, I think the more you make them, the funnier they get. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Excellent. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to yes. meet the Littles. Yes. This has been fantastic. A first for the Loyal Littles podcast. I know. Now, is there anything, birthday boy, we can plug for you? And how can people reach out to you and get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with? So I, I'm a little at the University of Michigan at, in Ann Arbor. If other Littles are here in Ann Arbor. They can reach out to me and find me through the Michigan directory. Okay. And Ben? 
My Twitter is at Benjamin Ehrlich, B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-E-H-R-L-I-C-H. Okay. I'm very lucky to have joined Twitter early. Ah. Get a good handle. And nice. now X, I think they call it. Yeah. That's what the kids call it. <laughs> yeah, anyway. oh, X, yes. Whatever. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks, Jets, for coming on to Meet the Littles. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Now, I'm going to preempt it. Uh, let's go Peter first, because we're going to see if it... If... Oh, it's, it's definitely under. Under? Ah, okay. Definitely Now, Ben, under. where do you lie on this? Uh, under. Really? Okay. And the fiance's on board with that and everything? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, you know, we've never, we've never, we've never talked about it. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. You're in the minority. I hope you know that. Uh, well, I'm left-handed, so we're in the minority. Oh, I see. Okay. So, <laughs> Does that matter? So I that's a good thought. I just, I just blame it on that. Does that have, I'm wondering if that has some, anyway, well, I'm, I'm reading way too much into it. <laughs> yeah, Peter. toilet paper, dude. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Peter, happy, happy, happy yes, birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, thank We're you. So this this be has been a blast, guys. Ben, thank you for I really appreciate it. Ben, congratulations on coming up with what we consider the best birthday present anyone has ever gotten anyone on this planet. Yes. So we appreciate well, you taking you time and writing the email. Yeah. And thank you guys both thank for you. coming on to Meet the Littles. Thank you guys. Happy New Year and all that jazz. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. This is Michael Kane. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you so much, Ben and Peter, birthday boy, for coming on to meet the Littles. All I can say is I am so bummed that we're just meeting Peter now, just weeks after we had our gathering in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. How much fun would that have been for him to come out? and yeah, meet some other Littles in the right. Ann Arbor area and me, and it just would have been fun. And then, Ben, with the risky move, getting engaged before ever discussing the over-under situation. I know. I don't know, Littles. Ooh. Hopefully that's going to work out. I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine, but it just made me laugh when he said that. Oh, well, we haven't even talked about it. I'm like, really? Right. Okay. Uh, we want to get into some stuff. Now, the funny thing about this is when I type these notes up, Sid gets here, and I'm like, hey, Roxy, should we just – go over the stuff beforehand, or sometimes we like to just do stuff to get the like a live reaction. reaction. The, yeah. The, yeah. And I believe Roxy said to me, she's like, well, you always spoil it and say it anyway. So you might as well just tell her. <laughs> okay. Who spoiled it this time, Roxy? I did. Okay. But this is kind of cool. So we're going to talk about a few of these things because Sid was obviously very jealous. I was very jealous. Roxy got to do some cool things. Yeah. And then she has major... <laughs> Fear of missing out. Okay, so the funny thing is, we have a friend, okay, that invites us to everything. Shout out, actually, I'm going to say his name, Jason Udoff. And hey, we've played his We've music. played his music on the podcast. Actually, I believe episode one yes. is his song. Yes. Yes. Okay. He invites us to everything. And I mean everything from just picnics to whitewater rafting to miniature golf to spending the weekend at his aunt's cabin. I think it's his aunt or whatever. It doesn't matter. And we always say no. Because not because we don't want to, it's because we're either busy or one of us can't do it, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's always something. Mm -hmm. So last year at this time, he invited us to his, again, to his annual Christmas party. And I was away on soldiers play. And you're, you know, crazy busy doing your thing. So we had to politely say no. So this year he invites us again. And I think he literally started with like, I know you won't come, but (laughs) hey, here's my third or fourth annual Christmas party. We'd love to have you come if you can, blah, blah, blah. We understand you're not coming, but yeah. I mean, he literally kind (laughs) of said that. So I came, talked to you. We figured it out. We're like, holy crap. Now, you have a busy, you had two shows that day, but you got done at like two, two o'clock, three o'clock. Yeah. So, and the the party, it literally starts at six and says, come whenever, you know, 
So we're like, okay, you could come home, shower, we'll get to Brooklyn. Yep. It's in Brooklyn, Whittles. Ugh. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, all the way in Brooklyn. <laughs> so I literally text him back and I'm like, are you sitting down? He's like, why? What's wrong? And I'm like, we're coming. And he was like, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. <laughs> so long story short, Friday comes. Roxy says she's at work at the show and she's like, um, so I got asked to do something tomorrow. <laughs> so long story short, Roxy couldn't come to the party. She was late to the party. She did get there late, yeah, but that's I, not I the point of the story. The Roxy, tell everyone what you got to do. I got to um, meet Hannah Waddingham yeah. from Ted Lasso. Sydney's very Amazing. jealous. Well, that was kind of it, not a letdown, but sort of because you were told originally that it was going to be her with 15 other cast members. No, it didn't say show. which cast members. No, but, but I'm assuming it was going to be the team. Yeah. And but she was here. They all missed their flight. Yeah. So it was just her. But, but it was her and her daughter. Her and her daughter. Oh my gosh, she is everything you want a person in no, you're not talking about the TV. daughter you're talking about i mean she was so sweet yeah and the so daughter cute, was cute but, too but you're talking about oh yeah. my gosh first of all stunning absolutely stunning and tall and super tall and just like not from this world like <laughs> she is just Amazing. the most incredible human being i think i've ever met most confident kind and you said you know, she started in theater right yeah she started I didn't in even know theater that. so she i mean she did, did a ton of shows uh, over at the west end and she's a singer oh my gosh so talented so down to earth genuine kind gorgeous and it was so cool to meet her that's, so, that's like How all i can say i yeah i'm very that's I'm, I have no words right now. Okay. So the next thing I want to get into, though, is this is what I don't get about the Rockettes, okay? Y'all need a better system, like a better texting system or whatever, because I'm tired of hearing these stories, okay? So yesterday... Yeah. Come to find out... <laughs> I'm just going to blurt it out. Billy Joel saw you perform. Yes. He was I mean, at he, your show. He comes Wild. every year. Yeah, he comes every year. He comes every year, and he usually sees the cast that I happen to be in, um, because the timing, I guess, works out for him. But yeah, so he was there yesterday and I didn't know I had no, I had totally no, could have hung out with him after the show. I had no people come to see me yesterday, so I had no reason to go down to greet anybody like I do when people come for me. So I missed out on even just having a like doing a drive by. Right. You know like what I mean? Away. Of oh, him. Like, like hey, saw you in concert, part. love you. Yeah. 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 I just don't get yeah. it. Like, where were the Rockettes that were down there? Were they just like, they'd want, they wanted them all to himself? Like all themselves? I don't like, know. I like mean, why wasn't anyone happens. on their phone texting saying, hey, well, red alert? Well, because there's not a lot of time. So. I get it. But I feel like there's got to be a way mm. for y'all to know. Like, I feel like in the Broadway companies, when someone popular is there, everybody finds out. Yeah. And they always do a group photo Well, after I think the it's show. also like a security thing. It's definitely okay, a security maybe, thing. You know, we. we well, like you said, you could have at least done a drive by. I know. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I just have to keep doing the show until I meet him. And you always there miss you Tim Allen. That's another one. I always on your miss list. Tim Allen. He is the Santa Claus. <laughs> He's Santa Claus. Yeah. Really. <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> More power. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Tim the Tool Man have Taylor. You seen, now, come the, on. You know, someone else wrote in. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna go back to TV talk because someone did write in about where are all the the holiday 
reviews. Oh, and yeah. Spe- I fall asleep. Well, we haven't had time, first of all. <laughs> and we have. We were catching up on two. We'll mention them in a second. Oh, yeah. But we should go back to there is a is Tim Allen in this new series? Yes, Santa Claus? he is. Yeah. Okay. So we haven't watched that at all. What's up I with know. that? They're already on season two. Yeah. What? Yeah. It started last year. Okay. Well, that's not on me. I'm sorry. My parents <laughs> have been you. like begging us to watch it. Okay. Well, we just haven't had a moment. Well, we have to get on it. Well, then we should have put that ahead of some of these other ones. Yeah. I know. But these two new series, uh, I found out that I just happened to be on my app. <laughs> I have an app for this stuff, the TV <laughs> stuff. And it said these two series. I think they're maybe both on NBC. I'm not sure. But the one, and they both were renewed. And I'm like, renewed? What are these? I've never even heard of them. Okay. One is called Found. Oh. Yeah. And it's got your boy in it. I mean, I wouldn't say he's my boy. He was but your boy at one point. I mean, not even really. Because What's I his was, name? Uh, Mark Paul Gossler. Okay, right. Zach. Zach Morris from, from Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. And uh, You like him. I do like him. Yeah. I like him more now, I think, than I did back then. But he plays a crazy person on this Oh, one, my so. gosh. But, okay, oh. so I have to say, and you agree with me, Chuck, I don't think the writing is necessarily yeah. the best. However, his storyline and... The relationship between him and... Yeah, we shouldn't give it away, though. I'm just like, I need to know more. I need more information. That's why it's been renewed. Yes. Well, just the other day, we were finishing up. We thought for sure there'd be another episode. Now we have to wait till January, because now they're on their Christmas break, and I always hated that. um, So annoyed. I mean, I get they don't want to air one during Christmas week, but come on. And uh, it's, it's really... We're digging oh, it. It's riveting. I, I will say the Ooh. lead is kind of grown under my. I don't like her so much. I liked her in the first couple episodes, and then she kind of went away from me. Yeah, but, but the I, rest of the cast, I, I love. I honestly think um, it's partly the writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I do yeah. too. Yeah. All right. What's you're the just other like, one? What's happening? The Irrational. Oh right. Yeah. Right. And, and that's with uh, Jesse L. Martin. Yes, from Rent. He was yeah. in the original cast of Rent, but more importantly, he was the original. Was it SVU one of the Law and Orders? No, oh, he took over. That I don't know. Oh yeah, he was the full time oh, guy on yes. Law and Order for, oh, yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. But yeah. a lot of people don't know he was a Broadway guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, original yeah. cast of Rent. Yeah. yeah, but that one too is very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but well, yeah, his involvement with solving crimes, crime and. You know, kind of reminds cases. me of Bull a little bit. A little bit, but he's a professor of behavioral science. Right. That's gotcha. what it is. And he teaches Ooh. at a college, but then yeah. his ex-wife is an FBI agent yeah, and all and that stuff. Yeah, and she uses so. him to help, yeah. you know, yep. solve things. Very similar to the other one, but we won't get into that. That's a teaser. <laughs> okay. All right, you two. Lots of email to get to. Sid, you want to yeah. lead us off? I sure will. This is from Jason Bullet, episode 31. Dear Chuck, Roxy, and if applicable, third wheel. It's me. You're a pleasurable. I am. <laughs> With every little under the sun chiming in on the big show about their nominee for worst song ever, I finally cave and hereby nominate an appropriate or inappropriate song for the holiday season. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. A musical contradiction if there ever was one, because after hearing it once, <laughs> you'll have anything but a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> Outside of Yuletide, I'd nominate Devo's cover of Satisfaction. Mark Mothersbaugh is no Mick Jagger in all fairness. Merry everything and happy always. Jason Bullet, episode 31. Top 10, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was another one. Yeah. It was like department. Yeah, right, song. right. Oh, and speaking of those songs, Dr. Tom 78 on Twitter, <laughs> he said, FYI, I have some questions about Roxy's love of We Built This City. Oh. And totally agree with mixed feelings on The Holdovers. Did you see The Holdovers? No, but I've heard it's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I've heard from a few people. I knew you, you were going to. I saw you I saw saw it. it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Some of these songs, people are like, I, I don't know. I love them. So uh, anyway. I, don't know. I like that song. All right. You've got I the like next one, right, Roxy? Sure. 
Hey, Chuck and Roxy. First of all, I have to defend myself against Tim Cree, who got on me about saying thermal heat. Just want to say that though it is something that technically I said, I was reading Mo Warner's letter regarding the plane with the melted windows. And by no means do I want to bring Mo into this because he brought the word deleterious into the loyal little's lexicon. And his letter also prompted the discussion about the mysterious hole in the airplane window, which resulted in Roxy's amazing bout of laughter. Now, Sid hasn't <laughs> heard this yet. No. She has not. to catch up on the podcast. Yes. Hearing about the passing of Andre Brower brought back memories of the movie Glory for me as well. I can't believe Roxy's parents took her to see this movie when she was so young. <laughs> but it does deserve another watching if you've gotten over that childhood trauma. The cast includes Brower along with Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, Carrie Elwes, and Morgan Freeman. And yes, Chuck, I love the soundtrack as well. The music, both haunting and inspiring, is the work of none other than the legendary yes. James Horner, who scored mm -hmm. the music for many films, including Field of Dreams, Titanic, Avatar, and Apollo 13. Yeah. The Glory soundtrack features the voices of the Harlem Boys Choir. Yes. Looking forward to being back on the LLP soon for the unhappy recap of the recent Broadway bowling season. <laughs> on to hockey. Oh. <laughs> God. Happy holidays, littles. Ritz, mildly popular third wheel, slightly better than a monkey. Okay, Sid, so much to break down in this email. But yes. first of all, Sid, we forgot to also tell you we now do a bowling segment right. in the podcast. We might not have time on this episode. No. We should probably wait for him anyway. Um, yes. Should we just at least tell where we came in and where people came in? or? Um, I mean, we could say where we came in, but we might want to leave the rest up to him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. We'll um, just wait for Ritz. But I have, a, I have a quick correction. Okay, yeah. I do, I, that's what I wanted. To yeah, so... My parents didn't yeah, take they me didn't. to That's see I Glory. I was basically forced to watch it in eighth grade in my social studies so you're class. 12. Oh. No, you're 14. No. Yeah, uh, about, yeah I yeah, guess. Yeah. No, I was 13, I think. Well, 13, 14. Okay. Um, but I was still a, a young, mild, <laughs> meek <laughs> child. And so my teacher was like, oh, yeah, so we're going to watch this movie. It's about the Civil War. And just so you all know, in the first like five minutes of the movie, a guy gets his head blown off. And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, no. Well, I also want to talk about that. I'm sorry. The most miscast person I've ever seen in Matthew a movie. Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Oh, my gosh. That was like the worst. I feel bad because and it's partly me because it's just that's Ferris. Ferris yeah. Bueller in a war right. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You right, know, and right. so it's partly me. But it, also he looked ridiculous didn't yeah. he have like a fake mustache he had this? like oh it was, it was terrible that so was really bad but casting. anyway everything else was great i watched it for the first day saw the guy's head get blown off then a guy gets his legs amputated okay, and they they gave him it. no it's been out forever <laughs> it's fine they gave him whiskey a shot of whiskey to help numb the pain i'm like no that's not what you do where's the anesthesia like come on <laughs> this poor man anyway i was scarred i couldn't sleep at all that night i was like Aww. up crying with my parents all night because oh it was terrifying. Did they like rip a new one into that teacher? Well, so Probably they, not. my dad wrote a note to the teacher and said, <laughs> a stern letter and said, Roxy cannot watch this movie. <laughs> Can she please like go to go. another classroom and study the civil war, like read the books and yeah. you know, all the things and wow. give her homework, whatever. And so sure enough, she was like, yeah, that's fine. I went into another class and I did that. That's wow. well, yeah. But weren't you teased by the other kids then? No, they were fine. They were cool. They knew I was, me so <laughs> no but then my senior year of high school I had to watch it again in my social studies class or it was my history class I had to watch it so you were prepared my senior time. year 
not only did I have to watch Glory and I couldn't get out of it, so I chose the biggest kid in the classroom and I said, can I please sit behind you and please don't move an inch (laughs) because I'm going to be plugging my ears and all the things until then. Anyway, I also had to watch the first 15 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, right. Of course. I also had to watch Schindler's List. (gasps) I also had to watch The Exorcism of Emily Rose all within a year. Wow. And I'm like, who are these teachers? (laughs) And what is oh wrong with them? Goodness. This is horrible. Wow. Roxy's I mean, yes, I understand. Movies like Schindler's List are very, you know, it's important yeah. information yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. whatever. But I could not handle seeing it. Yeah. And maybe that's the point of it. But it was hard enough just well, reading especially about Especially the opening stuff. of Private Ryan. Yeah. yeah. It was hard enough. Yeah. Even my imagination can take me places. Right. So I don't need to see it. Anyway, okay. that, that was well, I what also, that was. I, I just want to. I was wrong. I need to say that. I, I didn't have that. It was, he corrected me. Harlem Boys Choir. I think oh, I said yeah. Vienna Boys Choir. Right. I just knew I love that soundtrack to yeah. everything about it. Sure. So anyway. Sure. All right. A couple more emails. All right. Dear Choxy, Hot L Baltimore? I haven't thought about this show in years. I was in a community theater version of this gem. I played Bill, the desk clerk, who starts the show by incessantly dialing the phone and yelling seven o'clock to the hotel guest on the other end of the line. Remember wake-up calls? Does anyone even do wake-up calls? <laughs> nope. The other strong memory is a scene where there's a big ruckus in the hotel lobby as one of the prostitutes is arguing with her client and drops her robe. Our director adamantly refused to cut the nude scene. This was the late 1970s in suburban Connecticut. It made for great press, sold a lot of tickets, and the actress wore S&M gear under her robe. Though, for the record, she was happy to do the scene in the buff and did so during dress rehearsal. Whoa. I know. Okay. All right. Rick, 252 Franzosa, Cincinnati. Now, I was going to say, uh, no, people don't. I tried to do a wake-up call this year uh-huh. because I was worried. I always get worried the nights before flights and things like yeah. that. And, you know, if your phone dies or something, you know, a lot of these hotel rooms don't even have, like, clock radios anymore. Right. That kind of thing. So, yeah, there's, but there's, I, they're like a wake-up call. Oh, it, oh, it really doesn't exist anymore. Well, at least at this hotel. Okay. They were like, I'm not going to be here at that time. I'm like, well, no, not you. Like, don't, doesn't the computer automatically oh, ring the phone? Goodness. Well, I got to be honest. Some of these hotels, I actually tried to use the phone to call down to the front desk, and those didn't work. Yeah. So yeah. I just That's think true. a lot of these hotels, people just don't even use them anymore. Yeah. So. All right, Roxy, what's next? All right. I'm behind on the pod, but I just heard Jessica Gatch, and you've now interviewed three Orlando Magic fan littles, which is two more than I ever thought you'd do. While I get you're not much into the NBA, should you ever get a fourth, you need to ask their opinion of the Orlando Magic theme song. YouTube it if you have to. They've remixed it since, but the original was recorded for the Magic's inaugural season in 89, and it's a tour de force of late 80s, early 90s techno schlock. You're my age, so that's right in your wheelhouse. That is definitely so bad, it's awesome. David Spector, episode 13. Okay, I feel like we did that last time, or the time before we had someone from early. I feel like we've heard Ah. that song. I'm not, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I don't sure. remember. Yeah, I don't, I feel like we did, but maybe not. So anyway, all right, last but not least, dear Choxy, we have one episode where Roxy is taking pictures of holes and then another episode where Chuck is propositioning Roxy right on the air. <laughs> Self-care? What other trigger words should we be aware of before putting a microphone in front oh of my Roxy? Gosh. Oh my People, gosh. this is a family program. <laughs> The bowling segment is absolutely excellent. (laughs) I need more details on how these criminal leagues are run, though. (laughs) 
Do you pay to <laughs> enter the sham mockery of leagues? Yes. Year, yeah, we do. Years ago, my parents were in some couples bowling leagues Aww. and their next door neighbors were the ringers of the entire league. <laughs> Apparently, the husband took the league so seriously, he refused to discuss anything league related unless it was in writing. <laughs> Whoa. The oh, same wow. family had no problem having an outdoor German shepherd that barked at everything. <laughs> the dog lived to the ripe old age of 18 and damned if it didn't bark all night until the day that thing died. Wow. I have no idea where I was going with this, but bowling <laughs> leagues apparently attract the super serious and irrational folks. <laughs> On another note, the gingerbread house making is in full effect in my house. Ooh. What's crazy is my kids will eat the things weeks after they build it. I swear it must give them kidney stones. <laughs> Aren't these things supposed to be for decoration? Why would someone eat them? Episode 178, A-B-T-A-H-S. We will not do better unless Roxy discovers more holes. Yeah, the gingerbread. I've made them. And then I thought, well, I don't want to eat it because I want it to. Well, but that's what you're saying. Display, that's fine. But, but then two weeks later, you probably still it shouldn't eat it. Stale and gross. Yeah, uh, you could probably dunk one. it, dunk it in something. <laughs> That'd be good. I don't know. That's what she said. Anyway, that's all the time we have. Sydney, that happy holidays. Three. Thank you for coming I'm on. I'm sorry, I'm still. I'm. You're I'm still <laughs> thinking about the holes and the. <laughs> oh my goodness, we've had a lot this. Well, you have to catch up on the podcast yeah. over the holiday. I do. Oh, yeah. my goodness. They're going to think I'm such a bad third meal. <laughs> no. No. Not never. at all. Not at all. But seriously, safe travels. Yeah. Thank you for popping by. We're, they're just going to be thankful that you popped by before you left. Right. To have I'm another so episode before the holiday. I've so. definitely missed being here. And we'll mm-hmm. get you more on in the new year as soon yes. as Chuck gets back. Yes. And we'll have to set up more times that yep. we can maybe have more because now we have more microphones. Yeah, and we stuff do. Like yes. that. So that'll be fun. Something new for the new year. But yeah, so safe travels and Thank we'll see you. I'll see you next year, as they say. Oh, my gosh. That's I know. I can't believe it. 2024. So, oh, my goodness. All right, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need is over there. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, please, please, please don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. Thank you once again, Ben and Peter Ehrlich, for coming on to Meet the Littles. And thank you, Sean Morrissey and Lee Gordon, for our bumpers this episode. And remember, if you need self-care. Go to www.modernselfcare.us. Or if you need a book. Go to aaronsbooks.com. Do you have your Christmas shopping done, Sid? I do, actually. You do? You have it all done? Okay. All right. We don't. Nope. And yours is coming. Yours is coming. Yeah. It's on back order. It's (laughs) going to be good, though. It's going to be good, though, Sid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. the important part is if you are out shopping online tonight. Don't forget to. Use use the the code. code. Bye. Oh, my God. These guys are hilarious.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. I know. Okay. Oh, yeah.